0: You are listening to episode 278 of the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast with me, Usha Holly. Welcome to the Mindfulness-Based Weight Loss Podcast, the show for women like you who have tried restrictive diet after diet and are ready for simple, thoughtful solutions to help you sustainably lose weight for the last time from a place of abundance and peace. If you're looking to end the yo-yo of comfort eating and rigid weight loss protocols, and instead step into living your life mindfully on your terms while losing weight in the process, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, party people, welcome to the show. I have a special guest with me, someone that I wanted to have on for quite a while, and we made it happen. Uh, It is Sarah Giordano, who is a fellow functional nutritional therapy practitioner and a women's health coach, and she is actually, she helps me in my business. She is my assistant, and she makes a lot of podcast stuff happen. So uh, in addition to helping me on the side with that, she's also a full-time coach. Um, And in this conversation that we have together, the reason I wanted to have Sarah on is that she's really an absolutely huge advocate for women learning how their bodies work. And I know that that that's, in essence, what we do here on this show, is that we're talking about how our bodies work functionally from a physiological standpoint, and also emotionally, how the human brain works, how we interact with our thoughts and our feelings. And so I have been wanting to layer in a conversation about not only generally how, but also more specifically how if you are someone who is menstruating and you're having your menstrual cycle month to month, how that plays an important role in understanding the needs of your body. Um, and so we'll, we'll get into the specifics in the episode, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. Um, so without further ado, let's go talk to Sarah. All right, Sarah, you're here with me, and I'm excited to have you on. Thank you for joining me on the show today. I'm excited, too. You are more than welcome. Um, for those listening, Sarah helps me. She works behind the scenes actually to help the podcast be released every week. She gets to hear mm-hmm. the most random voice notes from me, <laughs> often where I'm like, Sarah, <laughs> do you mind if I, I get to say a little bit late? <laughs> and Sarah is the absolute best. And Sarah is also a coach, as you heard me in the introduction mention. So I wanted to have you on, Sarah, because I feel like your message, which can go in many directions. But just what I feel like I've seen you drawn to more and more, I was like, yes, because women need what you're going to be speaking towards, which is I just feel like at the end of the day, an a better understanding of their bodies and of mm-hmm. the fact that like <sighs> we don't have to do the same thing every single day in order to be consistent. So first off, yeah. I'd love for you to just introduce yourself and then we can talk a little bit about... I think just like how, th- how our bodies work. Cause I feel like that basic information is going to be really useful and it isn't something that we're all taught. So let's just start with yeah. a little introduction.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I am Sarah, as you you know mentioned in the intro, and I am the owner of Sarah Giordano wellness, where I work with women who are dealing with less than ideal periods, menstrual cycles, and they're feeling overwhelmed, maybe a little bit confused on what's going on, whether it's from their, their symptoms are confusing or they are, they don't even really know what should be happening in a cycle, which I'm finding more and more of, of that when I'm working with women, they just, they're like, oh, I didn't know that's how this flows or how this goes. And now this maybe is a little bit more normal. Um, so yeah, I work with women one-on-one or anybody that has a menstrual cycle one-on-one in my practice. Where we just work through nutrition and all all things lifestyle to help them kind of come back into balance and feel like their cycle is a little bit more manageable and feels a little bit easier. Yeah.
0: Is it normal to feel like you should feel exactly the same every single day in no. your cycle? If you're if you're a person who's menstruating or has a, a cycle, yeah. is it normal that you should feel the same no. way every single day? No. <laughs> and this is and this is what you've probably
1: been noticing. I've been trying to lean more and more into is that. As women or even people that are menstruating and we feel like we should be go, go, go all the time. We have to have the same energy all the time. We should be getting our to-do list done at the same rate all month long. And that's not what's supposed to be happening. Our body's gonna have this natural ebb and flow of energy, like being high and being low, motivation being high and being low. Um, Even that, you know, how how fatigued you are or how well rested you are, like all of this is gonna ebb and flow throughout the whole month. And it's really important to know this because then you can really lean into these different times and really use it essentially to to make this month feel a little bit easier. Um, So I, of course, work with making sure that everyone knows what's going to be happening during the different cycles. I don't know if you want me to kind of go into the average. Of course, it's going to be a little different for some people. Um, But you know your cycle is going to be about a 28-day process. Which I always like to mention to people because they think it's one month, right? So they think 30 days. This all and so and this is gonna vary from person to person. Sometimes it'll be 25 days, some days it'll be 35 days, but it's all gonna flow the same, about the same way. So just for the sake of like not being too confusing, we're gonna go with a 28 day cycle. What you're gonna see is, of course, your day one is when your your cycle. The, the menstrual cycle starts, but that is your period, of course, right? Day one is when your bleed starts. And that can go anywhere from one to five days, depending on if you're on birth control. It can go a little bit longer, seven to nine days, but that is the period. During this whole time, it overlapped with the follicular phase. And that is going to be from day one to about day 15-ish, right before ovulation or during ovulation. Um, so of course, when you're going through your period, the menstruation part of it you're going to feel like you need to rest. You got to recover your body's like been doing this whole thing for a month. And I'll of course finish the cycles, but it's been doing this whole thing for a month to ramp up for the big event that our body goes through. And it always irks me a bit that everyone wants to feel like I should not even know when my period is going to come. It should just come and I, it's no big deal. And I can go on, on about my way. And I'm like, that's not even respecting the period itself, right? It, we've been ramping up to, to do this big shed all month long. So it's very natural during the menstrual cycle to feel like you got to have some rest, some recovery time. You might feel like you need a little extra sleep, right? That's pretty normal. That will start to get better though. Like once you get through those first days of your period, you know, that second half of your period, you'll see that energy starts to rise. And that's during your follicular phase. And then during and this will, of course, vary, but usually they say about day 14 is when you're going to go through ovulation. I will say usually between 14 and like 16, because everyone's a little bit different that's when your energy is the highest, that's when you're going to have the most motivation, right? You're going to feel pumped and just excited about life and you're going to get like so much stuff done. And then right after ovulation, we lo- we move into the luteal phase. And this can be sometimes the the longer of the phases, because that's where it can go from about day 15 to whenever you start your period again. So it could be at day 28. If you're going a little bit longer, it could be about day 35. But this is where your body's like going. It, this is where your body's ramping up, right? Whether it's it's been it's been preparing for baby and there's no baby, so now it's ramping up for period. And so this is where you might start to feel that shift in energy, where you might feel a little moody. You might feel that energy slowly starting to come down as we're ramping our you know getting ready for periods to start again. And this is when you might want to do some just like bring in like creativity and do some things that are a little bit alone, right? Where you can, you can really store up and protect that energy, if you will, through these different phases.
0: That's beautiful. And I think it's (laughs) like, I, I think there's some perfectionism that can happen for folks who are very aware of their nutrition or who have been interested in health. Like, like you were saying a couple of minutes ago, where it's like, you want to get rid of PMS or feel like you shouldn't even know when your period is coming. So I think there can almost be like a chasing of our tails that can happen where you like yeah. try to get rid of all these symptoms where with what you're saying and which is what is so true is that if you learn to just recognize, even if you had a perfect month, right? No stress, yeah. ate so perfectly, like whatever it is, you move yeah. exactly the ways you want to move, you're still going to feel differently day to day. And instead of taking our tails with that, when we honor and respect that, what gets to be the pros of that? Like, why would we want to respect that? What gets to happen? Yeah,
1: yeah. Because when you can lean into what is, and and of course there's things outside the normal range, right? You know, for for women and and people that are menstruating that are dealing with PMS or PMDD or, you know, all those other things, there are those out of the norm symptoms where we want to come in and support those. But when we can lean into what is more normal, that our energy is going to be low. We might feel, um, some moodiness or we we might feel some cramping and that's going to, that, that has to happen, right? Our, you know, our, our uterus is contracting, it's getting rid of blood and mucus and lining. Like when you realize like, oh no, that is supposed to happen. That's okay. My body's like letting me know what's going on. You can lean into it a bit, you know? So during, when you know that you're about to start your period, you can really look at it and be like, okay, maybe I don't have a to-do list of five things, I whittle it down to three because mm. I just know my energy is going to be lower. And maybe I bump those out a couple, like 15 days to ovulation. Cause I'm going to be mm. able to like pump through my to-do list. I can make that seven things. Right. And of course we're going to have day-to-day responsibilities, but this just allows you to have some flexibility and respect your body and being able to be in tune with it a little bit more is going to allow you to just or feel me. I'm always, you know, a Virgo being organization is my thing, right? I got to track things. I got to pay attention. I got to see what's going on. Um, you know, for me, that just helps know, like, okay, this is supposed to be happening. That's okay. I can respect it because I'm going to shift into a new phase and then a phase after that. And a phase after that, my energy is not always going to be low. It's going to rise again. Right. And it's going to, and my energy is not always going to be at the highest, it is going to wane a bit. So what, you know, what can I get done now? And what, what, how can I support my body
0: now? What about for someone who has, cause I'm, I'm not a Virgo. I am a Taurus and I also mm-hmm. enjoy tracking and being aware, but for those who are not aware of where their cycle is, like, you know, get a period and then the period is gone. And, and that's what the period yeah. is. Where would someone even start with tracking their cycles and getting to know like where they are during the month?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And there's lots of different ways to track your cycle. You know, you, if you're a good old pen and paper type of person, you can do it that way. There's lots of good apps that have free versions on them, but some sort of way to actually note it is going to be helpful. Um, and you're going to start with day one of your period. And if no one has ever tracked any, you know, their cycle before. I do recommend doing it for at least three months Mm. because you had mentioned like, oh, if I had a perfect month, you know, I did everything right. Your cycle is reflecting what has happened three to four to five months ago. Mm. So it can be this, this um, ripple effect. So if you've never tracked before, you're going to start with day one of your first day of bleed. And then you're going to keep track of how you're feeling until your next day one. And so that can be, you can, you're going to want to look for how many days am I bleeding? You know, when you start to feel that energy pick back up, if you do deal with PMS symptoms, you want to take note of when those symptoms start. I know that was a big game changer for me to know that my PMS starts at about 10 days before my period starts. So that way I know what support I need to start emphasizing more. So you'll want to, you know, all these little things you can start noting on a piece of paper, in your period tracker, um, the one that I use is called Flow and they've got spots in there for you to like every day put in your mood, you know, how you're feeling, your cramp, whatever it might be. So you can start to lean in and be like, you know, three months down the road, you can look at these patterns You're and you'll know, oh my gosh, okay, when I've hit day 16 of my full menstrual cycle, I know that this is when I'm my happiest. This is when I'm the most motivated. So I wanna make sure I do and, you know, plan for things around this time you know, I noticed my cramps start five days before my period starts. This is when I know I want to increase my magnesium, you know, whatever it might be that you're going to bring in for your support. All of that is really going to help you lean into how to support that natural rhythm that your body's already going through.
0: And let's talk about, you know, I know everyone is different, but Mm -hmm. because you specialize in this, what would you say are some of your go-tos for someone who maybe is dealing with more PMS. And of course, we're not talking about clinical diagnosis of PMDD or anything, but for, for that feeling of like, ah, PMS is feeling a little bit more challenging than I think it has to, where would you Mm -hmm. start? You mentioned magnesium, but tell people what that is and anything else.
1: Yeah. So magnesium is one of my first go-tos just because it's going to not only help in um, cramps, that we all that we all deal with, but it also can be nice and relaxing too. It's going to help you come, you know, just if you are prone to stress or you're prone to cramps, uh, prone to uh, lackluster sleep. Like it's a, a nice all-encompassing mineral to either bring in if you don't take it at all. Um, if you do take it, you can increase it a bit right before. And so the 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 tracking piece is going to be helpful to identify when your EMS symptoms start. Usually, it's about five days before sometimes when that PMS is worse, like it'll, it'll start earlier. Um, but magnesium is a phenomenal one to have, or I suggest increasing your mineral content before your period starts, because that is going to also help with cramping, um, with just the shutting of everything. It's, you know, if you deal with headaches, if you deal with fatigue, like that mineral balance is really crucial to everything.
0: And tell people, where, where do they even get minerals?
1: Yeah, yeah, so my easy go-to one is sea salt because most people have it in their cupboard and you're gonna wanna put this on your food, and put it in your water. When I say put it in your water, you don't wanna have to taste it. It is like the little sprinkle, right? You're just getting some mineral content in. Um, a good electrolyte, like I, you know, I love Noon. I know that you use the brand Element, like those are both phenomenal brands to bring in some extra minerals and they're nice and tasty, which makes it a little fun, right? So those are all ways that you can get in some extra minerals. Um, another one that I love is raspberry leaf tea because mm-hmm. it can help come in, you know, they use it a lot for, um, like right before you give birth, cause it can help come in and, and tone the, the cervix, the uterine lining, like all your reproductive organs. Right. So this can also help with, if you do deal with bad cramping. So bringing that in before, um, Castor oil packs. I really love those for, um, you know, those you can use several times throughout the month, but definitely right before your period or those first few days of your period when the cramps are probably the worst. That castor oil pack can really be calming to just all the reproductive area. Um, And then sleep the thing that everyone wants to push off to the side they're like no i'm too busy i don't want to go to bed early i don't want to put my phone down i don't want to turn off netflix and i'm like sleep is gonna be a huge game changer for how you're feeling is making sure you know you're you might not need as much sleep in your follicular you know later on in your follicular phase or, or ovulation and you might realize okay in order to have a really phenomenal period during my luteal phase, I need to have, you know, nine hours of sleep instead of my typical seven. So like leaning
0: into sleep is going to be huge. I was thinking, I was just, when I was walking Hazel around the block, like I was telling you before Uh we hopped on this call, I was thinking about, and this I'll see if this can like tie back in, but I was thinking about how we get so mad at ourselves, right? When we're, ma- when we had this awareness of health and wellness, we know what we, quote unquote, should be doing, but we're not doing it. And we just get mad. But I think it's so short sighted because a lot of us, like, and I was thinking of rest when I was walking her, because I was like, what do we do when we're mad at ourselves? And so I was thinking about my clients, right? Where it's like, okay, mm-hmm. you might like over consume food or you're like, you're plastered onto the couch, you're not getting your steps in or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like every single thing I could go through in my head, it was like, we're just giving ourselves short-term rest every time we're doing it. I've never seen anyone like eat a huge amount of calories. And unless they're like a, you know, like a Supreme athlete or something, (laughs) most people are eating a bunch of calories so that they can check out on the couch, relax, watch TV. They're giving themselves these short-term ways of resting. And what I love hearing you say is like, actually, if you just give yourself the real rest, That's probably going to dissolve a lot of the stuff that feels like you have to think through it so much. So it's like, we're so close to intuiting what we need. We just kind of go one direction versus like the direction that you've been sharing. Yes.
1: And that is a huge, I mean, a lot of times when I'm working with my clients, there's not even big shifts that they have to do physically. It's, it's mentally of like, well, you, you are already resting, but are you actually giving your, are you giving yourself permission to rest? You know, like you said, if they're sitting on, you know, they're feeling guilty because they're sitting on the couch and watching Netflix, when we look at it and you're like, oh, well, no, that makes sense. It's, you know, you're in your luteal phase. You want to be resting more, like just tell yourself it's okay. And then you're already doing the, you're already doing the thing, right? Um, That is a big thing. We're so hard on ourselves and uh, you, you, we just need to give ourselves more permission, I think. And we need yeah. to shift that mindset a bit of it's uh, it's okay to lean into these things that especially as women have been told, like, you're, you're lazy, right? You, you know, I feel like a lot of women, we have a large to do list. We're often taking care of someone or something, Um, whether it's a partner, a child, a grandchild, a pet, you know, we're always have something that we're doing and we usually put ourselves on, on, on the back of it, right? The back burner. And then we don't give ourselves permission to like do what we're doing for everybody else. So that's really what I'm hoping as I'm working together with people is that they are just giving themselves the permission to be like, okay, it is, I, you know, I started my period. I'm feeling real grouchy. I'm going to, it's okay that I take a night alone. I'm going to w- go watch Netflix up in my room. And all of you that I'm, you know, that live <laughs> with me are going to stay down in the living room because I need this. I need this to feel more myself tomorrow and, and, you know, and be able to do that throughout the whole, the whole month, you know, even on the, the flip side of that, like of the rest is really important, but. When you do get to that that ovulation phase, right? And you're gearing up to that and you're feeling really powerful and you're feeling really sexy and you're so excited about life. Do you have hobbies that you lean into or -hmm. do you just let that energy go to waste? I work with so many people that don't have anything Mm -hmm. that they, they really, that lights them up, right? They will, they have their job and they have their families and they love that. But, you know, they forgot that they used to love to I don't know, box, or they used to love to, you know, craft, or they used to love to do woodworking, whatever it might be. They're like, Oh my gosh, yeah, no, I've totally set it aside. I'm like, do it, do it during your ovulation phase, like get back into the things that spark joy and bring you joy. Cause it's just going to set you up for success. The, the second, you know, the, the second half of the phase. So it goes, it goes for both.
0: it really does there's a balance there and we don't have to be freaked out by the highs or the lows and they're both going to feel more neutral and supportive of one another when we just respect what they're asking for It it's so common sense but to hear you say it it's like oh yeah wait like we don't we don't do this we don't prioritize this as a culture and especially for women People mm-hmm. who typically are the caretakers, even those, again, like you were saying, right? Like the people who, I feel like so many women I know are caretakers in their professional jobs, yes. in their roles, yeah. they're supporting, they're managing, they're, they, they have that mental to-do list, even if no one else knows, they're thinking about yes. it.
1: Yes, yes, it's true. Very true. And they forget about caring for themselves you know, that good old, the good old uh, saying of like, you can't, you know, you can't uh, fill anybody else's cup when your cup is empty, mm-hmm. right? you got to, you got to be able to lean into what you need all month long because you're that way you can't do the things that you need to do, right? You can, you know, you can get into your responsibilities. Not that you're not going to do them if you're not taking care of yourself, but you're going to be able to do it and, and feel more yourself.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, if you can take that alone time at the end of your luteal phase or at the beginning of your period, your menstrual cycle, or that your uh, the menstruation part, then when you get to the other part where you're feeling more active and social, like you're going to be able to lean into it even harder because you gave yourself that moment of alone time, and it's going to make it even more uh, joyous, right, yeah. to be more social and more active and more outgoing on those other at the other part of it.
0: I mean, that's like really the essence of mindfulness in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It's like separating ourselves from our thoughts, which are often when we're stressed out, full of judgment or anxiety or overwhelm. And it's really saying, Mm -hmm. hold on, let me just be aware of what's happening. And I think that's the beauty of health and wellness is that then once you're aware and you have that mindfulness, you can say, great. The next step is for me to rest by myself. Or the next step is to go do a fun dance class because I have all this amazing energy. Yes, yes. Um, and I'm glad that you brought up like the thoughts, you know, comment too
1: is like, I mean, and I've, and I've stolen this from you, of that your thoughts can just be your thoughts, right?
0: Yes.
1: They, they can just be thoughts, you know, and that's been something huge for me this last year of like, yeah. and I, you know, a lot of this, right. Uh, all of us coaches were usually speaking from experience of like, I am terrible at allowing myself to relax and not feel guilty about it. And that was my whole, my whole last year of like, if I need to sit and watch Netflix, For a couple hours, because I just got done coaching, you know, ten people today. It's okay that I I would have done it anyway, but now I'm gonna let that thought leave my head that you're being lazy. You should be productive, right? You should be cleaning the kitchen or do whatever it is gonna do. That thought thought is just a thought. It's not reality, and you can claim this time of rest. And guess what? When I can do that, the next day I'm so excited to hop on ten more calls with my next ten clients, right? Because I actually mentally and physically allowed myself to take part in what I needed and there's going to be those times that, that Netflix is a couple hours and there's going to be times that you're like man my energy hasn't stopped because I'm in this but you know my follicular ovulation part of my thought cycle I don't need to sit here for two hours and rest yeah. I want to go out with my friends and you know what I'm just as pumped to jump into all these calls the next day even without the, those couple hours of rest.
0: And I know, I think people get scared too. And I've, I've heard people say this. Uh, it, and I know we're talking about people who are menstruating and stuff, but I've heard, mm-hmm. you know, like I've heard guys say this too. So it's just like mm-hmm. across the board where it's like, I know people who are so scared to rest because if they rest, then they won't stop resting. Can you speak to that at mm. all? Or had that come up before? <laughs> because I've also seen some of these people get to the other side of things, like quite recently where they're like, Whoa. Oh, I, just like you're saying, like they get more creative. Yeah. They actually want to get up and do stuff, but I'd love to hear you speak yeah. to that a little bit.
1: Yes. I, um, that's the juicy one. Cause I, this is another thing too. I've just been so obsessed with of for individuals that don't allow themselves to rest or process, or they let their thoughts take over. Right. When they do let themselves rest, you might have a period of time or you can't stop resting. <laughs> you can't stop uh, binging Netflix or you can't stop, you know, you're, you got to sleep a little bit longer. But I just hope that everyone hears this, that that is going to change. Like your body is craving something for a reason. Just like I would talk with my students or my clients about, you know, foods that they're wanting or nutrition that they're needing, right? Like your body's telling you something. And so when when you lean into rest, if you're finding that you're like, oh, no, what's happening, I need more and more of it do it. You haven't allowed your body to rest for a long time. You haven't allowed your body, all these things that it needed for a long time. And it will, you will come out of it because once you can get, once your body can get caught up, that nervous system is re you know, reset a bit. It's caught up on rest. You are going to then lean into things that bring you joy. Again, you're going to, you're going to remember like, Oh my gosh, I forgot how much I loved trail running and I haven't done that forever. <laughs> and now I actually have the energy to do it, I probably didn't enter my head before because I'm burnt out all the time. Yeah. Um, you know, all of these, uh, all these things that we set aside because our lives get too busy and we're always fatigued. You can lean into those again. And that's a, I mean, the, the rest piece and the, the, the hobby, doing things that light you up piece is such a big passion of mine because so many people, don't they don't do either. They don't allow themselves rest. They feel guilty. And they also don't do things that light them up because they don't have time for it, right? They've got their to-do list. And those those pieces are so important. Just to have a joyful life, but to yeah. have, you know, speaking to women, to have a good month, like being yeah. able to leave and in, lean into these things.
0: Yeah. So it's like honoring your cycle can actually break the stress cycle. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and isn't that the whole point? I love that you just said that too. I this is something that I come back to often with clients where it's like, this is any change we're making. Yes. In the short term, right. Creating habit change, it can feel sticky or tricky or it can require more thinking upfront because it's something new and new isn't always bad, but our brains can associate the two because they don't want to expend more mental energy, blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, this is all about feeling better. So there's never anything wrong with seeking more joy. There's never anything wrong with seeking less stress because that's a whole, like that is health and wellness. Or you see, you know, people who are a hundred years or older and they're being interviewed. I haven't seen any of those who are like basket cases with being stressed out and who identify with their stress. Most of those people, and maybe I'm just seeing a certain subsection of people who are being (laughs) interviewed who are like, how did you get to be a hundred or older? Most of them go with the flow of life. And appreciate yes. what comes up when it comes up.
1: A hundred percent. I see that. I see those too, where they're, they're talking to people that have, they've accomplished so much, right. And they've, they've reached this beautiful old age and it's never like, yep, I worked 80 hours a week and I never tended to my needs. It was like, I didn't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I just went <laughs> with the flow. I enjoyed my life, right? They usually it's usually the ones that, like had a coke a day or they ate a piece of cake a day and they're just like, no, I'm like I live to one hundred and two. And it is it by leaning into what your body needs, I think it opens up so much space for just experiencing joy and being able to go with the flow, which automatically is going to help you. Not you we're all going to have stress. There's no way yeah. around it, right? Yeah. We live on our planet Earth. but, yeah it's going to allow you to process and handle that stress so much better. Totally. I know for myself, like leaning into rest this last year, like things that have popped up like radar getting sick or, uh, you know, my car needing to be repaired, things that would have just set me into a spiral because it costs more money. And it's like a full day of like, well, now I got to like rearrange my client load and all these things that before I'm like, when I reflected on it, I was like, oh my gosh, I would have been just a total back stressed out, angry, upset, and not that those things didn't stress me out, but I was able to calm down so much quicker and just Mm -hmm. be like, this is part of life. It'll be fine. I'll make up that cash later, right? I'll be able to jump back into my job, whatever it is. It's not as bad as what it seems. And a lot of that is because I've been allowing myself to rest, to socialize when I want to, to introvert when I need to, to go do things that I would love to do and, and I find joy in, right? it's, it's that allowance of all of these different shifts that you're going to feel throughout the month.
0: Yeah. And a beautiful way to start that is to come back. Cause I I think people can hear this and then lovingly get really stressed out. Well, Oh my God, where do I start? Do I start when I'm (laughs) ovulating? Do I start when I'm menstruating? Holy shit. Yeah. What would you say to someone? I know what I would say, but what would you say?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, with that piece, it's going to be so individual, right? For a bit of time, especially if you're dealing with some, some rough cycle, leaning into what you need might not feel like the best time, right. When you started your period, right. You're, you're feeling crampy. You're feeling tired, right. You're, you might feel a little flustered. Like maybe you start leaning into things when you start to feel really good. Like when you get into ovulation, like maybe you start there, you lean into the good things, right. And then, and then work yourself around. You might be the opposite. You might need to fully just focus in on like day one of your period, you're like, nope, okay, I'm going to lean into what I need and, and let the rest of it fall into place. Um, start with
0: whatever feels easiest. Common uh, sense. Common sense. I love it. it.
1: <laughs> it just start with what is going to feel easiest because the rest of it will fall into place. Yeah. Like set yourself up for success. I tell this to my clients every single day. I'm like, let's not tackle that yet. That feels too hard. That's going to make you feel like you're not getting anywhere, right? Let's yeah. start with with this instead. Um, I'm curious about what you were going to say, though, for that.
0: I mean, something very similar, where it's like, yeah. also, we're making too big a, a deal out of our thoughts if we feel like there yeah. is a right place to start and a wrong place to start, because probably yeah. we're all going to support each other. And you, you can't mess this up. Right. Like, as if you it- support,
1: yeah, if you support yourself in your follicular phase, it's going to support your <laughs> luteal phase. If you support yourself during menstruation, it's going to support your ovulation. Like, there's no wrong way to go about it just wherever feels easiest to hop in like do it if right now you don't want to think about any self-care or any changes you just want to figure out when your period starts and when and how many days your cycle is just start there just bring awareness to it right don't even implement anything yet that might be your first step you know you might just make it super easy to, to dive into it and you just start building on all those habits and it'll start to feel easier and easier and easier.
0: So good. So powerful. So powerful. Where can people find you, Sarah?
1: Yes, they can find me
0: um, over
1: on Instagram at Sarah Giordano Wellness. Um, I'm pretty active over there. So I always welcome conversation. If people have questions or or whatever, they're um, more than welcome to interact with me over there. And then they can find me on my website at Sarah dot com um if you are interested in booking a call with me um i that's the first step i always book a discovery call with everyone i want to make sure that we're the right fit you know you got to make sure that you're feeling comfortable with the person that you'd want to work with so that will be open on my website anyone can book a discovery call right there on my site where we will chat usually like a 30-minute chat where we can talk about what's what's bugging you and how i can support you and then from
0: there, we can decide if we want to work together and then I can go into detail with people one-on-one with, with what I offer. Thank you so much for coming on the show. And I'm curious, before we end, is there are there any like parting words of wisdom that you want to share with folks or any like, you know, message that's like said the period at the end of the sentence, pun may yes. be intended. <laughs> I love it.
1: Um, you know, as cheesy as it might be, like, don't be so hard on yourself right? A lot of us are coming at not even being aware. I work with so many people that don't know the difference between a menstrual cycle and their period. They think it's like one and the same, right? So like, be so easy on yourself, start exploring, start experimenting. And just let's dive into one, one task, one tip that you maybe have pulled from the podcast today and implement that and just stick with that one thing for a bit right don't don't try to overdo it don't try to overwhelm yourself um because like we said it's all going to support each other in the end all of these
0: things and it'll come with time right the less we force it even if that means like doing something new something a little bit different being thoughtful that's very different than forcing or trying to you know be overbearing so I just love that and it's such a pertinent reminder, especially in this season. I don't really know anyone who isn't dealing with overwhelm and stress right now in September of 2023. I think most people (laughs) are just trying to get through. So such an important message. Thank you so much for being here and for spreading the awareness and the word.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. It was such a lovely chat. Um, I was excited to come on and talk to your audience.
0: Hey, if you love today's show, I'd love for you to take a minute and give a rating with a review. If you too are ready for more women to make life choices from loving mindfulness, that means we need more women listening to this message so they know what's available to them and they can do it too. And if you're ready yourself, come coach with me where we'll work together and you'll learn how to take this process to the next level in your wellness goals, life desires and beyond. Go to luciahawley.com, that's L-U-C-I-A-H-A-W-L-E-Y dot com to connect.